Hey friends, welcome back to the Jamie Star Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode. So my guest today is no stranger to traveling. She has been on many national tours and you may have even seen her in your hometown. Before shutdown, she was making her principal role debut as Cosette in the Les Miserables tour. My guest today is Jillian Butler. So while touring with Wicked, who did you get to go on as first, Nessa or Glinda? I went on as Nessa first, so I learned Nessa first and had my Nessa put in first, and then um, I that performance was scheduled, so I knew when I was going to go on, which was really nice, um, and then Glinda was probably like another two months later till I did that one. What, what were some of the best uh, parts about playing Glinda when you had the chance to? Oh gosh, everything. <laughs> um, I think just being in the bubble for the first time was such a surreal moment for any Glinda, really. They always say, like, being in the bubble for the first time, putting on the bubble dress. But really having my parents in the audience for the first time, um, because the Glinda took a vacation, so we got to plan when they were coming from California, and that was really, really special to do it for them. And also getting to play Glinda at the Kennedy Center. Ooh, that must have been awesome. Pretty epic i'm not going to lie <laughs> at christmas time so it was like i mean just dc at christmas and all the lights and then being at the kennedy center is just i'll never forget that that's too, amazing so. yeah it was amazing <laughs> what were some of your favorite songs to perform in wicked hmm. i would say in the ensemble i loved the opening and as glinda i love the opening because mm-hmm. everyone's in it together and it's very uh like a community when we're there in the beginning and there's a lot of principals in the number two yeah guys so it's just fun to start the show together and we're, everyone's like jumping when before the curtain goes up and it's like doo, 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 and then we hit our pose and then the mm-hmm. curtain rises just so magical oh it's um, the best i also love one short day like as anyone glinda or just my ensemble track was so much fun and it's just quick and fun and so much energy oh yeah and then I think as Nessa, I love just that scene with Bach. Um, she doesn't sing too much, but uh, just that part in Oz is really fun to sing. And the part with um, Elphaba. Oh, yeah. Like that part. <laughs> um, and then Glinda, my favorite song was probably um, For Good. Love For Good. It's like one of my favorite songs from the whole show. Me too. And it's not stressful. I mean, you just it's just a feel-good song. Simple and gorgeous and there's not much you have to do when you're uh singing it you're just kind of standing there in the bubble dress yeah I think the simplicity of that song and even just the melody it's not like it's not um it's just the simplicity of it I think is so beautiful and um less is more sometimes so I love Mm -hmm. that song um what do you miss about being in Wicked Mm. I miss the company that was just a very amazing group of people and from management down it was just like a dream come true to work with for that to be one of my first experiences as a professional um I think back on that all the time just how everyone treated each other and I miss just the show I mean I I think because then going from Wicked to Les Mis it's just such a different genre yeah epic but it's just like I think I miss the comedy in (laughs) wicked and um 
dancing. <laughs> yeah. Lamus didn't have much dancing, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> what was the transition process like when you were going from Wicked to Cinderella? Oh, like from changing companies mm-hmm. and getting the job. So I was on the road with Cinderella, and then I got the appointment for Wicked from my agent. And, like, within two days, I got some friends in the company to help me tape it and we taped it after a show in Fayetteville, Arkansas in a little closet with like a piano and oh, wow. yeah I still thank Jesse who um was one of the pianists on that tour who like stayed up and helped me like, yeah do the recording and played for me and I he actually a full circle moment um he actually then came out to sub on Wicked and got to conduct me as Glinda so That's it was so just cool. like this crazy thing yeah I was like, oh my god! Um, but from that audition, from the self tape, I about a week later I got a call that I got the job. So that was that. I was like, maybe they want me to come in for a callback, but I guess I sent in a a decent self tape, which I'm like, I thank my lucky stars that uh, it worked out that way. Yeah. Um, and then I had about a week and a half before joining Wicked in Dallas. Oh wow! So it was quick. Yeah, it was like, boom, boom, boom. Did you ever get to go on as a principal role in Cinderella? I did not. So I, when I initially auditioned, they were looking for an ensemble track to cover Ella and Gabrielle. And what ended up happening is the girl who covered those two roles didn't leave the show. She actually went to a swing position. She had been with the show for like two years. Uh-huh. So. I actually just came in to fill her ensemble track, which I loved doing that too because it was my first big job out of school. Yeah. And I was able to just like learn the ropes from people who I looked up to and mm-hmm. I didn't have the pressure of doing a principal and it was just a good way to kind of ease into tour life. What was more challenging ensemble wise, Wicked or Cinderella? Hmm. Both had their challenges. I would say my initial response is Cinderella because it was such a dance-heavy show, and I am a dancer. Yeah. But I think wearing the ball gowns and just doing that and keeping my body not uh, too tight when we're traveling every Monday too, mm-hmm. because that was a one-weeker show where we would travel every Monday to a different show or yeah. a different um, town. So that was really hard. I remember I have a picture of myself like in full clothes like in an ice bath because I was just like oh my gosh super heavy and I would like it was just was really hard on my body adjusting to doing that eight times a week um but then Wicked was hard just vocally because I was soprano one and it's a very hard show to sing eight times a week Mm -hmm. um very demanding so you don't really think about like oh it's Wicked but those ensemble that they're killing it there like I think the ensemble is they carry that show as well yeah uh, what has the journey been like having your own principal role in Les Mis? Uh, I think because I came from Cinderella, where I was in the ensemble, and then Wicked, I covered two principal roles, and then finally getting the opportunity to step into the a principal role, I wouldn't have changed any second of it. I think the whole my whole journey getting to landing my first like principal role on a tour, um, everything set me up to really appreciate it more and appreciate my understudies too. Like mm-hmm. if I hadn't had the opportunity to understudy and know what that's like, I don't think I would have had as big of an appreciation for getting to do it eight times a week. So yeah. I think I'm very happy with how it 
all worked out and I think um just it, it's been it was awesome getting to do do it eight times a week <laughs> totally uh what's the hardest part about doing a show that's completely sung through like Les Mis I think getting the story across because there's so much dialogue that is sung so some people I mean it's not like Hamilton but it's similar to where the whole thing is mm-hmm. wrapped or sung and it's just like so if you miss one thing you're like whoa 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 so I think making sure you're very clear with your diction and emoting especially in the, the huge houses like in Texas like I know some of those houses are so huge that even if you think you're going at like 80%, you need to be going like 150% to be getting the message across to people all the way in the back. So oh, yeah. emoting, emoting through what I'm singing. So if I'm singing like, do people really fall in love so fast? Like I have to really emote that through my vocals to let the people know on the way back that I am fluttering with joy for this boy I like. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, that's, that was a challenge. <laughs> As a performer, what do you enjoy, uh, what do you enjoy more doing, uh, a show that has more dialogue or a show like Les Mis where it's completely sung through? Hmm, that's a really good question. I think I do miss doing scene work with dialogue, and I don't think I really realized that until the shutdown, so I was like, oh, because actually speaking, it takes more effort for me, and I think for a lot of actors, than singing, because when you're talking, you sometimes go into your vocal fry or you have to really be more aware versus when you're singing, you're all in alignment thinking about your technique and everything. Mm -hmm. So speaking actually takes more effort. So I, I wish I had focused on that more throughout the three years I did Cosette. Cause now I'm like, Oh gosh, when I go to do a scene or I'm just working on like a monologue, I'm like, I need to really be aware of my breath more, even just Mm -hmm. speaking. Mm -hmm. Um, so I definitely miss doing scene work and, uh, that aspect of totally. (laughs) Is having your own principal role anything that you expected it to be? Is it everything I expected it to be? Is yeah. That the question? Yeah. Um, yes, and more in both positive and negative ways. I think I knew the stress it would, or like the pressure of stepping into a role like Cosette that is also so well known and has been around for so long. Mm-hmm. But I think I wish I wouldn't have put so much pressure on myself because it all worked out and I I got the job and I think just the hardest thing was just believing in myself that I was there and not yeah. letting the little voice go hey like no like I got I worked really hard I'm they I'm who they cast so now I just have to own that and step into it so I think that's probably with a lot of people when you get your first like big principal role you'd want it 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 means that you care and that you want to do well but I think um the hardest thing was getting over that little hurdle of yeah totally believing like that I was supposed to be there. Mm-hmm. Do you miss anything about being in the ensemble or being an understudy? Oh, totally. I love being in the ensemble. I really, really miss being in the dressing room with all the girls because you create a bond and it's such a family. And it's also really fun being an understudy because you it's like the element of surprise mm-hmm. and you're always on your toes, which some people don't like, but I, I really enjoyed that as well. Um so I also miss, like, not having to stress so much. Um, if maybe I was feeling a little bit fatigued one day, like, in the ensemble, you're with everyone, so it's okay to get, like, not to get by, but when you're a principal, you really have to be on your game 100% of the time. And yeah. same with the ensemble, not to diminish that at all, but it's just you're not out there on your own, you know? Yeah. 
So now I have some goofy questions, because why not? Uh, what goofy questions. <laughs> what, what food can you not live without? Oh, gosh. Can I say two? Yeah, say whatever you want. Okay, I cannot live without avocados. I obsess with avocados. And I cannot live without any form of potato. I love mashed potatoes. I think I'm still on the mashed potato train because of Thanksgiving. <laughs> and also soup. Like, I'm a huge soup lover. So, any type of soup. What do you like to do in between shows on a two-show day? Mm. I like to take a little walk outside if it's a nice day. And I like to get my food quickly so that I can then relax and I like to sit on a couch if possible and really just zone out and listen to some music and rest the bolche. Oh yeah. <laughs> what show did you see first as an audience member? Wicked or Les Mis? I saw Les Mis first. I had never seen a production of Wicked that I recall until I joined the tour. Oh, wow. My parents saw a production. Yeah, so, I mean, I feel like I knew the show, though, because I I watched so many clips on YouTube, and it was just, like, there to see on YouTube. So I felt like I knew it, but I hadn't seen it live until I joined the tour. So I saw the revival of Les Mis on Broadway with my parents, second row. Did you see it with Erica Henningsen? I did not. I saw it with someone else or maybe no I don't think I saw it with Erica I don't remember who was who at the time I just I know it was Ramin so I think it was maybe I don't think I saw um Casey Levy but yeah I saw it with Ramin I just remember him singing bring him home and I was like what is happening how is this coming out of his mouth (laughs) yeah (laughs) so amazing do you have any pre-show rituals Yes, I I think the pre-show ritual, ritual starts before I get to the theater. So, like, throughout the day, I'm drinking tons of water. Mm-hmm. Hello. Um, and I'm kind of phonating throughout the day or resting my voice, depending on, like, what I need that day. And then when I get to the theater, I would sometimes steam for Cosette, like, during the winter. Yeah. Um, but before I go on for my part, so during ABC Cafe, I would always have to go through heartful of love i think it was just like a sweet spot to get into my cosette sound mm-hmm. and then i'd have to do the high notes like three times and yeah i would literally find like a closet or somewhere in the theater wherever we were and i ended up finding the conductor's room because he's obviously conducting so i would always go into his room and kind of vocalize a little bit and that would be my like i would freak out if i didn't do that not freak out but i just felt like it really helped me get into my my center for Cosette. Do you have any memorable on-stage mishaps? Yes. So one, when I was in Wicked, the third time I ever went on for Glinda, the bubble broke. So I couldn't get back into the bubble at the end of No One Warned the Wicked. So, Oh, my God. Like, I saw the bubble, and it was, like, off the ground, and I was like, hmm. I guess I'm just going to turn around and I strutted downstage and the whole ensemble came with me and we all just, we all just uh, modified. It was actually pretty funny. I'm glad that I experienced that. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then in Les Mis, I was in Paris with my big coat, my big dress and my basket. 
and an understudy from Arius was on and we were just a little bit off on where we were for this one blocking and he stepped on my skirt and I completely fell backwards my skirt went over my head and I was like oh my gosh that's crazy <laughs> but, you know, it, was, it was just a moment like Cosette just fell he helped me up it was another beat for our story <laughs> oh yeah what was the last Broadway show you saw before like shut down and stuff and touring um I didn't see a I haven't seen a Broadway show in so long since I've been on tour for four years yeah but four um, years ago was the last show you saw oh gosh I think I saw Beautiful on Broadway. Ooh. Yeah, and then I actually saw Falsettos in Sacramento, um, which was the Broadway national tour of that. Mm-hmm. So that was the last show I saw. I just interviewed someone from that company, from the touring company of Falsettos. Oh, who? Audrey Cardwell. <gasps> That's who I saw, because I love Audrey. She's a really good friend, so I was like, I have to see her in this role, and she was incredible. In was it role. when she went, went on as Trina, or was it when she was... The other one, the one that she was, like, her main one, I think. Yeah, I saw her do, what's that character's name? Um, the blonde, yeah. Betsy Wolf's character from Broadway. Yeah, I'm blanking on her name right I now. I am too. That one. <laughs> <laughs> what have you binge-watched in quarantine? Oh, my gosh, what a question. Okay, so I, I like the darker dramas maybe because it's like opposite of me and at least I hope <laughs> yeah I love Ozark um I watched Dead to Me which is super satirical funny show um I just watched Dark on Netflix um I watched so many um I started um Schitt's Creek Ooh. which I hear is really funny I think I'm going to binge The Office because I heard it's coming off of Netflix. Yeah. So I feel like I need to binge that. Um, and I also watched um, what, the one about chess. Uh, uh, the Queen's. The Queen's some, something like so, that. Yeah, I binge that. And it's good because I'm dating someone who is super into TVs, which TV and um, movies. So. I'm, like, binging so many shows, which I would never do. Like, I never really watched shows that much. Just wasn't, like, my thing. But yeah. now I'm, like, I'm loving it. <laughs> oh, yeah. What song is harder for you to sing? The top of No One Mourns the Wicked or I Dreamed a Dream? Well, I Dreamed a Dream would be hard for me to sing because that's Fontaine's song. So I, I oh. cannot. Well, I, I wish... I could sing those low notes and maybe I will one day, but I'm such, I think cause singing Cosette for so long. Yeah. But if you want me to answer like how heartful of love maybe versus no one mourns the wicked. Um, I would still say heartful of love was harder for me because I had to float these high B flats and high C and like just having to float them and make them really teeny tiny and straight tones. That's how they wanted it was super challenging at first, but then it became like a second Second muscle. <laughs> yeah. I, I I always get confused between Cosette and Fontaine. I don't know why. I know. I, I did too at first. I was like, what song am I singing? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and also, people would get me and um, Kate Moore, who played Fontaine, confused all the time. They did a very good job casting us because from the stage, we, look, we looked very similar, which worked because she's supposed to be my mom. <laughs> <laughs> um, what shows would you like to be part of someday that you haven't gotten to do yet? Ooh, 
I would love to be in Mean Girls. I love the music. I would love to play Karen. Um, I also would love to be in The Light in the Piazza. I would love to be in any Rodgers and Hammerstein show. I'd love to be in Oklahoma. I'd love to be in um, a tap show. I'd love to be in Anything Goes. And I'd love to be in like a contemporary show again. So yeah, so any contemporary show since I've been doing some classic pieces. <laughs> yeah. This has been Jillian Butler, Cosette, and the Les Miserables Tour. Thank you so much, Jillian, for sharing your journey with me and the listeners in this episode. I will see you all on Tuesday with Wicked Tour Ensemble member and Alphabet Understudy, Sarah Ann Fernandez.